Welcome to our church service. Thank you for joining us. Um, I really do hope that your Christmas time and New Year's time was a good time for you. Um, I know the world we're living in is strange and it's almost as if it's getting stranger every day. Um, but I'm sure that um, there is an exciting year ahead of us. A year where we will see how the Lord is going to work in amazing ways. For the next uh, four weeks, we are going to, to look at the whole question of change and how we can positively ch bring changes into our lives. Um, today, we're going to look at the impact of our thoughts. Uh, next week, the impact of words. Um, the third week, we're going to look at the power of prayer that will help us to change. And then um, the fourth week, the whole idea of Five, four, three, two, one, go. Sometimes we just got to do it. Um, sometimes we know what's right. Just do it. Um, so for four weeks. So please join us. Um, I would appreciate it if you can, can, can follow all four hour services. It will make a huge difference. I know. In your life. In my life. So let's pray. Our Father in heaven. Thank you that we can come this morning as your family and that we can come together in a strange time in a time where we different different things take up all our all our time sitting in our hearts stuff we worry about stuff we think about people that are poorly people that are alone people that struggle with the virus that struggle with other issues, Lord Jesus. And we know that that everything that happens with us, that you know of it. There's nothing we can hide from you. There's nothing we need to be ashamed of. There's nothing that you don't know. And we believe that our lives is in your hand. And that's why we come this morning and we want to ask you, Lord Jesus, to work in our hearts, in our minds in our lives and when we talk this morning about the power of our thoughts will you put it in our hearts and help us to understand it help us to Holy Spirit to make it part of who we are we pray this in your holy name Amen I remember when I was a young boy on the farm learning to drive and um, our biggest challenge was farm gates because when you get to a farm gate you've got to stop someone's got to jump off the pickup and open the gate and you've got to uh, uh, let go of the clutch uh, uh, no, got to step on the clutch get them pick up in first gear Gently leave the clutch, leave the brake and, and gently step on the petrol just to let the, let the pickup go through. And then you've got to stop again, close the gate <laughs> and you've got again, uh, step on the clutch, get the pickup in gear, gently leave the clutch, leave the brake, step on the petrol uh, or diesel and, and gently start, start again. I remember what challenge that was for, 
poor young boy. Uh, one Saturday afternoon, uh, it was raining, and uh, I was I was in the bucky against a kind of a hill, and I just couldn't get a, just couldn't get it in, fir in fir uh, first gear, get stuck in third gear. It took me quite a while just to get out. Um, but you know what? It got easier. The more I did it, the more I thought of it, and the more you went through this process, even if it's mechanical to, to start going, eventually it gets easier. And then there, there comes a day where it just naturally happens. You don't even need to think of step on the clutch, let it go easily, uh, don't, don't, don't step too hard on the, on, on, on the petrol. It gets easy. It's some, it, it just happens. And I'm sure that, that every one of you that's driving, you're not going through that thought process anymore. It's something that's kind of part of your life now. It just happens. Many things in life is exactly the same. That our thoughts plays a massive role in the way we act. Faith works like that. When we come to faith, we make a decision. We choose to stop doing certain things. And, and we think about and, and do other things, make other things part of our life. Prayer and reading the Bible and, and, and doing what's right and doing what's expected of us. Um, for example, every morning you can wake up and you can make a decision to say, listen, I'm going to pray first. Read my Bible. Do certain things. And, and initially it, it, it seems labored. Initially it's maybe forced. But the more you think about it and the more you do it, the more and more it just becomes part of who you are and part of your life. And the bigger part of your life it becomes, the, the easier it is to do it. So, so everything starts with that thought of what am I going to do the first thing I wake up tomorrow morning? Am I going to take my phone and read my WhatsApps and look at my emails and see who, who posted on my Facebook? And let that thought fill my mind and my heart for the day? Or am I going to do something else? Am I going to stop and think of someone who loves me? And read the Bible and pray. And let that fills my heart and my mind. We can make positive changes. We can we we can live learn to live better. And if I if I look at scriptures, Romans twelve verse two says the following. Listen to this. Do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's God's plan. That we can be transformed by thinking differently. Who we are starts in our thought process. 
And small changes in our thought process can make big changes in the way we live. Therefore, it's important to, 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 to think a little bit about what's the stuff that I'll allow in my mind, because that will influence who I, what I'm going to do and who I am becoming. I've read the scary thing about serial killers. A lot of them were caught um, with very negative things from a very young age. And that grew up and uh, got, uh, got big in their lives that led to negative things that they did. Because thoughts has the ability to make me act in a certain way. And that becomes patterns of living, which forms my character. So it's so important to start at the beginning and to say, but how important is it to get my thought process right? To start thinking differently, because if I want to change, <laughs> I've got to think differently. I've, I, I watched this interesting talk on TED about a lady that, um, that looked at negative thought patterns. And, and, and she did, a, did work on that and realized that most people think very negatively about themselves, about situations in their lives, about the world we're living in. And it is very difficult to break out of a negative thought pattern. Take, for example, the lockdown. You know how easy it is to just talk negatively. To just be pessimistic, to just moan, to just say, but I can't take it anymore. And I think that's amazing about the opportunity to come in the beginning of a new year and say, listen, I want to change the way I think. I want to change positively. So let's, let's try that. Let's go on this journey. Because I'm sure there's things that you want to think differently about this year. Let's read scripture. Psalm 1. Um, Psalm 1. Blessed are those who do not walk in the step with the wicked. Or stand in the way that sinners take. Or sit in the company of mockers. But who delight in the law of the Lord. And meditate on his law day and night. They are like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers, not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. Um, I want to read. This two again. Um, this two says. Blessed are those who delight in the law of the Lord. And meditate on his law day and night. What do you think about most throughout the day? Just, 
Just think about that. Because what you think about most influence the way you talk and it will influence the way you live. That's how it works. Um, it influenced the way you treat people. It influenced the way you interact with people. It influenced the way you look at the world. For example, if I'm not serious about COVID and doesn't believe that it's that serious, I'm not going to wear my mask. I'm not going to keep my social distance. I'm not going to wash my hands. But if I take it seriously, if I really do believe that COVID is killing people, making people very sick, then I will act differently. And, and, and you know what? Um, that same process, we go through that process a lot of times throughout the day. And we've got the choice to say, but how am I going to think about this? Who am I listening to? Who are influencing what I put in my mind and how I'm going to see the world and act? Who are those people? If I, if I, if I look at Psalm 1, Psalm 1 says you can make good choices and then you can make bad choices. It, it makes a difference who are you listening to and who are you spending time with and who are influencing your mind and your heart. Listen, listen how verse 1 describes it. It says, um, Blessed are those who do not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way with sinners, or sit in the company of the mockers. Do you see that progression? I'm walking with someone, they're talking about stuff. Interesting. And then I stop. Think about it. Talk more about it. And then I sit. Discuss it. Make it part of my life. So, it starts with just a thought. But, but but if you give that thought space in your life, you stop. And then you sit and you make it part of your whole life. And it shapes everything. But you can decide. Each one of us can decide. What is the things I'm going to allow in my mind? What thoughts are good for me and what thoughts are are bad for me. Because Psalm says, the road you choose influence your whole life. And if I understand it right, it says, um, verse 4, not so the wicked, they are like chaff that the wind blows away, you become nothing, worth nothing, if that's the, that's the road you choose to live. So the question is, Two questions. What negative thoughts are big in your mind at this stage? Just be honest about that. With whom do you spend time? Who are the people, um, the thought processes that influence your mind the most? Who are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you talking about? With what information, with what, with what information are you filling your mind and your heart? Because that will influence the way you live. How do we change that? I think there's a few things, easy things that we can do. I think 
The first one is just see, just see it for what it is. Just acknowledge it. Just watch out for it. Where does this come from? Why did they act like this? What motivates that idea? Um, people that work in this field will, will tell you that negative um, comments, for example, is much more difficult to get rid of than positive things that people say for us, about us, to us. So, so we've got to learn to edit. Just take a step back. Just ask yourself, why did they act like this? Just ask yourself, but why am I so irritated, so negative, so angry? Why, what, for what am I afraid of? Just ask that to yourself. Second thing you can do is easily forgive easy. <laughs> just let things go. Don't carry it with you. The Lord says he will help us to forgive. So just forgive. If you still struggle to forgive, it's because you, you're giving mind space for something. And you can get rid of it. Because if, if, we, if, if people hurt us and, and people do, do stuff to us that's not good, we've got a choice. Or I'm going to carry it with me for my rest of my life or am I going to give it over to the Lord? There's this amazing um, verse, 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, it says the following. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Everything you think, you can give to Jesus. Lord, this is this. I don't know where it comes from. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to live with all this bad stuff in my life. I'm giving it over to you. You've got a choice. You can do it. We are not... We are not in a situation where we can't make a decision. I read something about Viktor Frankl. He's a psychologist, but, but as Jew, he was in one of the uh, Nazi concentration camps. And he, he has written about that situation. He said, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. And I believe that's true. We can choose. What are we going to think about? How are we going to think? It's like, and I'm taking you back to the story of learning to drive a car. It's exactly the same. I've got, I can decide, listen, I don't want to think like this. I've got to think differently. And then we've got to change it even further. What positive things are you thinking about? If you're honest about that, how many times in a day do you have negative thoughts? How many times do you have positive thoughts? We're not going to change in the way we talk, in, in, in the way we act, if we don't start to think positive. So um, it, it, it's exactly with negative thoughts. Negative thoughts leads to negative actions. Positive thoughts leads to positive actions. But how are we going to, to get to that point in our lives? I think it's, 
there's a few things that we can do. One, one thing we can do is just go and write down what positive things are currently going on in my life. It's a good exercise. Do it in the, uh, around the dinner table tonight. Just say, but um, I can thank, we can thank the Lord for this, for this. Lord, I'm thankful for this. And it will be interesting to see that they, our lives are much better than we think or sometimes talk about. Interesting. Just do that tonight. Um, write down what's the positive things in our lives. What's the good things? And, and then we've got to practice to tell that to people. Because the most natural thing for us is to moan. <laughs> to say, oh, it's so bad. Everything is wrong. Oh, COVID and Brexit and... Um, nothing is good. If we think negative, we're going to talk negative. If you want positive change in your life, you've got to start focusing on positive things that you that you deliberately started to thinking to think about. Listen what Psalm one says. It says, verse two: Blessed are those who delight in the law of the Lord and meditate on His law day and night, thinking about it. In Joshua 1, just before Joshua took the Israelites into the promised land, the Lord told them the exact same thing. Do you want to change your life? You change your future? Think about my word. Meditate on the word. It's interesting that the Bible talk much more about meditate on the word than study the word. <laughs> Three times more. So, so maybe we, we, we missed it somewhere down the line. Think about God's word. Start to think in the day about something you read this morning. I'm going to make it easy to, for you. On our website, at our sermon outlines, there will be five, six, seven verses for this week. Just take a verse a day. Read it as family, each one of you on your own, and just think about it. Read it again, lunchtime. Think about it. What does it mean? What does the Lord want to tell me with this? Tonight again, before you go to bed, read it again. What's this verse about? What does the Lord want to tell me? What positive things do you want to do in my life with this? So that's a challenge. Each week for the next, uh, for the next month. Each, each, each day for the next month. Think about God's word. I think we don't always understand how much power there is. In God's word that's in our minds. I think we underestimate the power of his word. I think we underestimate the power of, of, of positive thoughts about his word and his work and his spirit. And, and what he wants to do in our lives. Because just, with neg just as with negative thoughts, positive thoughts can, can build positive life. Positive actions, positive words in our lives. But we've got to choose it. It's not going to happen just. It's just going to happen out of the blue. Um, Psalm 1 says the interesting thing. It says that, I read it again. <coughs> Sorry. Verse 3. Um, Blessed are those who delight in the law of the Lord, who meditate on His law day and night. They are like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaves does not wither. Psalm 1 says, 
If you choose to live this way, you're going to be like a tree that's planted by water. It bears fruit with uh, deeply, deeply planted next to enough water to have enough food to become big trees. Or, or in other words, if you make room for God in your heart, in your mind, your life will change and you will be like a tree who bears fruit on its time. And that's the, that's the positive change we want in our lives. We want to make a difference. We want to be fruitful. Even Jesus says, I, I'm, if, if, if I, I, I'm going to look at you and I'm going to look for fruit in your lives, that's the way you get the fruit. It starts with thoughts in our minds, positive thoughts about His Word and what He wants to do in our lives. Initially, it's going to ask you something. Initially, it's going, you've got to make a, 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 a choice that you want to think different. But like driving a car, like learning to drive a car, it's going to be exactly the same in time. It gets easier. In time, you, you're going to, to, to think differently, not even thinking about it. And it's going to change your life. Remember what Romans 12 says? Um, if you go back to Romans 12, it said, Do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed. By the renewing of your mind. Think differently. Think new. The Lord wants to change your life. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That we know that you are here. That you are making a difference in our lives. That your word wants to change our hearts, our minds, our lives. I want to pray for, for everyone that's watching, that's listening, that's part of this family, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the positive change that you want to make in their lives. Thank you for everything that you are giving us. Thank you that you are faithful, that we can trust you, that we can take your word, that you will always be with us. And even in these difficult times, even in this new lockdown, we want to thank you, Lord Jesus. That you are the one that we can trust. That we can hold on to your promises. And that you are with us. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We've got time to, uh, opportunity to, to bring our offerings. You've got all the information down below. Uh, thank you for giving. It makes a difference. And as church we need it to continue with our work. So thank you very much for that. We've got two people who celebrate their birthdays this week. Anna Castell uh, on the 14th and Monet on the 15th. Uh, congratulations to both of you. May it be a blessed year, uh, especially year for each one of you. Mondays matter tomorrow night at 8. I want to invite everyone to, uh, every man in this church to to come join us in our conversation. You see the link down below, everything is there.
Um, and then I want to just remind you, go to our website, the seven um, verses from Scripture you'll find there, uh, what we're going to read this, um, this week. Uh, read a verse, one verse a day. Think about it. Read it again. Think about it. Read it again. Talk about it. Um, I can assure you it's going to change your life. So everything is up there. I want to I want to finish our church service with the verse with the words of Philippians 4 verse 7. It says, And may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, may it guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.